0: This is an ABC podcast.
1: It's time to get out and about in the garden with Rowanna and Sabrina here on ABC Radio Perth and WA. It's
2: five past nine. Hopefully I've got Sabrina Hunt. Well, I have got Sabrina Hunt alongside me. We've just got some... uh... Headset issues going on here, sir. Ah, I see. I'm like a twisted sister this morning. You've been taking your headphones on the road and I, no, d- turning them inside out and stuff.
3: No, because I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I may have. I can't How remember. Are you? I can't remember what I did last week, bro I am exceptionally well. It is so good to have you back in the chair. Oh, thank you. It's lovely to be back in the chair. Did you have a lovely break? I
0: did, I did.
2: Thank you very much. I um, had a very
3: relaxing 10 days. Mm. 10 days is, I think 10 days is the right amount in Bali. I think any more than that, you start getting a little bit. Yeah, I, I was ready to come something. home yeah.
2: when I came home, yeah. but I was also had disconnected, which was a nice thing. Yeah,
3: and that's what it's all about. Because mm. if you have a a holiday at home, you actually don't holiday at all, do you? Because then you look at all the stuff that you really should have done five years ago and haven't quite got around to.
2: I know. And I've always aspired to be that person who cleans the house immaculately before you go on holiday Oh, and then you come back and you just feel like it's just oh. continued a little. No, really?
3: You're not that person? I have to say I've never, <laughs> I've never aspired to that. Oh. The garden, however, yeah. I do like the, the I reckon my garden is the worst it's ever been in 20 years you Do we need an OB
2: from your yard and I enlist the so. audience to come and...
3: Yeah, yep. Bring their weeding shovels
2: for sure. Uh, issue might be getting them to leave again. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of a (laughs) fan favourite around these parts. (laughs) The the idea, I I could see it. Within half a second I thought I've got the greatest idea yet and then I thought the privacy issues for you might be Mm. somewhat problematic. Well, it's
3: interesting because I had my brother – My little brother, younger brother, and my sister, we all went out. We all gathered last night, so stayed at my place. And uh, my brother's been working at Boddington, but he's based in Adelaide. Right. And then yesterday someone said to him, are you related to Sabrina Hahn? (laughs) And he said, I might be. Because he said I wanted to know what you'd done first. (laughs) He came back and he went, oh, my God, you're really famous. I said, oh, I know, Bugs, I know. I'm so famous. Oh, dear. Uh. So um, hello to everyone in Boddington. And, yes, Michael Hahn is my brother in spite of what he denies.
2: Now Michael Hahn's going to be famous.
3: <laughs> Absolutely. He's flying out today, so it's okay. Ah, oh, that's right. right.
2: You've slipped that in just the nick of time. Ah, oh, all right. We probably should get to some calls. Well, and get some, let's get do to a, some texts. Yeah, get some work done, Rove. We also have some lines open. If you want to give us a call, thirteen hundred triple two seven twenty. As always, if you just want to shoot through your question on the text zero four three seven nine double two seven twenty, and if you want to send us an email, it's perthweekends at your dot abc. .net.au, the best way to get, the only way to get us through, a pick so Sab can help you out um, with a little bit more information and a little bit of something for her to be able to visualise. You are also the Queen of Ravensthorpe. Ah, oh, yes. patron saint of the Patron saint, Thoth, the uh, Ravensthorpe. Wildflower Thoth. show, is it? Yeah, and it's coming up.
3: It's coming up. Actually, it'd be really interesting to see what brings this season because, of course, every season is different. Mm. But the one thing that remains the same If you have gone – so apparently up in the wheat belt, the wildflowers were a little bit disappointing this year because they they didn't get much rain over winter. But the one thing I can tell you, if you're into wildflowers and you really want to know what they are and see a big selection, then the wildflower shows are the way to go. Mm. And Ravy, they have a – big, a massive volunteer group that go out picking. They have a licence. Um, important and, yeah, to Very important. And you'll get to re- see around 700 different species. Wow. Mm.
2: Okay. We'll talk to Sue Leighton from yes. the Ravensthorpe Wildflower Show a little bit later in the show.
3: Speaking of Ravensthorpe, I have some – sorry, right sorry. just some enthusiasm, had, wasn't it? Had injections or anything no, lately. No. <laughs> um, Uh, It's very sad news, I'm afraid. Uh, Wombat died uh, 10 days ago. So I went and visited him in hospital when he was up here at Fiona Stanley. Uh, He said that he'd be going home tomorrow and I was thinking not alive, you, yeah. you won't be. Um, so he was not looking very well at all. Um, his, his beautiful dog's been looked after. Aww. The Hopeton community and his neighbour Paul – We're going to have a little ceremony for him when I'm down there. Oh, lovely! Sprinkle his ashes in the ocean because he loved fishing. So, and of course, wombat was such a for so many years such a hilarious part of Uh, our program. Definitely.
4: So, I'm really sad to hear that. Yeah.
3: So farewell, wombat, and thank you for all your loyal years (laughs) of ringing up and keeping us highly amused,
2: (laughs) (laughs) entertained, and on our toes. At all times. Um, yeah, absolutely. Thank you for sharing those nice thoughts as well, Sab. Um, as I said, 1300 720 if you want to jump on um, the line. Someone wants us to go back to your yard though, before Ah, oh, do they? Why oh, is it's a it so mess. Bad?
3: Because I haven't been home. So if you're not home, you can't tend your garden. And I wasn't really home much over winter, which is when all the weeds grew. And now I can't. I'm still not home enough. To oh, Christmas, so. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to pop by, <laughs> just come on
2: down. Just volunteer, you know, an hour or two of oh, your time. Hour, if 50 oh people God. do it, you might need, be okay. Need a week. All right, Ray, you're up in Darlington. Get us underway this morning. Hello to you.
4: Hi, Ro. Hi, hi Savvy. Hello, Ray. Um, I, don't, I don't know if you want to put a listener alert out before we start talking. I'm the, <laughs> the fig tree slash Vaseline man.
3: Ah uh, yes, 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 yes. I yes. I know I I know who you are, Ray. Yes, I know yes. who you are.
4: That's that's what Nikki said too. I thought I'm a marked man. <laughs> 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 I've got um, some asparagus which I've done all the right things, you know, from starting about three and a half years ago. They're going gangbusters. Yeah. Um, I've just wanted to get um, confirmed. Do you? Uh, Allow some of the um, shoots to keep up, uh, continue growing, and 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 you can't totally rob the whole bed.
3: No, so so allow. um, You don't need a lot, Ray, but allow some of them to go into fern um, because it feeds that weird-looking, ancient gnarly-looking crown. Um
4: Sounds like me.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so just uh yeah, harvest what you need and then yep. and yep. then leave an eighth of the spears, especially when they're young.
2: Good on you, Ray. Thank you for that. Um another asparagus question just shot through and then I've Yes, hello, I divided my asparagus, now the spears are coming through, they're leaning over. Have I oh. done something wrong? I use quality potting mix and lupin mulch, this texter says.
3: Um, well, it could be that your asparagus is, it could be that you've over-watered your asparagus, right. actually, if they're leaning over. I think there's been a bit too much water going to them. So dry them out a bit. Okay. Mm.
2: Uh, Sabrina there have been no sm- snails in my garden this winter why not says Philip in Mossman Park
3: oh Philip you'll have rats oh it's a simple explanation if you have no snails or slugs you have rats because snails are their favorite food huh. I've never had a snail you are in a my wise garden woman, yep
2: because you've got so many rats
3: so many rats <laughs> I've also got something that's either vomiting up Stuff in it. It's very fibery. I think I might have. that? No, 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 no. It's so. It's not poo. It's like. It's. I, I think <laughs> it might be the owls that are eating the rats because you know oh. they. F- they cough up the fur and the bones. Right. And it's got sort of insect – I took it inside and put it under the microscope because I thought, oh, that's interesting. That is not poo. (laughs) (laughs) And then this morning there was more. So I'm hoping it's the owls and then they up all the, the fur and the bones. Maybe.
2: Ah, you know, oh. I was just just a moment ago, mm-hmm. I was getting lost in your gorgeous eyes. Oh, you got mascara or yeah. your eyelashes tinted? No, no, no. I got my. Mm. See, I've
3: even got like I'm not. I haven't on. come. Yeah, I've got my face on and I've got some yeah, fancy, fancy just clothes. Beautiful,
2: on. Oh. and then you know this vomit and hair and bones and stuff start <laughs> coming out of your mouth, and I kind of was like, okay, no, no, still sad. <laughs>
3: No, I'm off to Rockingham, the yacht club, doing a gig down there and they're going to give me lunch as well. Hopefully oh, it's go. not something that's been vomited up with fur and bones. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, uh, We've got some lovely texts coming through too. G'day, Ro and Sabrina, RIP to Wombat. Mm. Um, so sad to hear about Wombat with love from Shellbell. Rest peacefully, Wombat, says another text. And condolences to Wombat's family and friends with Aww. love from Lisa. Thank you all. Thank you very much. Um, hi, Seven Row. Thanks for a great show. Love listening. First time texter. Ooh. Just a quick question, says mm. Sam in North Fremantle. My potted lime tree is flowering and doing great, but new growth shooting from the trunk. Do I remove close to trunk? Yes. And I have a wild climbing rose. Can I prune now? No.
3: <laughs> so, um, in, Sam. yeah, so the potted lime definitely take those the shoots coming off from the trunk because that will more than likely be rootstock. If you have a wild climbing rose, the old fashioned roses flower in spring, which is now. It is? Yes. So, if you prune now, then you're going to prune off all your flowers. And where's the fun in that? So, you're going to actually prune your rose bush when the flowers finish in November.
2: Okay, that's when you prune. Well done, Sam. Yep, first text was I a success. Really we love appreciate that. it. Uh, let's go to Bernie, who's in Mumble Up. Hello, Bernie.
0: Morning,
3: you? Yeah, g'day. Now, Mumble Up. There's someone in Mumble Up that makes really nice compost, Bernie.
4: Yeah, I know, yeah. Monday magic, yeah. Yeah,
3: Monday magic. (laughs) (laughs) But there's not a mushroom in sight.
4: No mushrooms?
3: No. Yeah, I'll go there. No, absolutely not. What can we do for you, Bernie?
4: I just tried uh, some macadamia
2: propagating, and you know, having a lot of
4: failure.
1: Oh. I googled it and it seemed pretty simple, but... uh, (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, what, you were talking about it a while back. I just caught
3: the end of it. Yeah. And uh, but I didn't, you didn't tell saying about actually doing the graft. What sort of graft would you... Okay, the so, so you do a stem graft and you have to do it when there's heaps of sap flow. So it's too early at the moment, Bernie. You've got to do it later on once it starts warming up. So you can either do a bud graft, which is where the little tiny bud comes up, or you do a um, – where you actually cut a piece of the branch off and slide another piece of branch in and you've got to have grafting tape. You can also do an aerial graft where you – if you've got a – someone that's got a good macadamia, you take a slice of the uh, outer bark off, you wrap it in sphagnum moss and um, foil and then the roots grow on that and then you cut it below the roots after about six months and you plant that cutting that's already got roots on it. So I don't know if you've tried growing it just from an ordinary cutting in – uh, in summer, or if you tried it from nuts, not not too sure. Have you tried it from the actual nut itself? No, no, no. No. Okay, no. so
0: you're doing the stem graft.
3: You're doing the stem graft. Okay. Well, it's still too early, Bernie. So wait until um,
2: October, November. Okay. Perfect. Good on you, Bernie. Thanks for giving us a call this morning. Um, Penny says, so sorry to hear the news of Wombat. Rest in peace. John says, regurgitate was the word you were looking for. That's, that's the very word. <laughs> that's the very word. Rather and, than. <laughs> and William says, owl vomit. Nah, sounds like you've got uni students.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere near big enough for uni students. And
2: there was no beer in it. <laughs> uh, Roz is in Yo
0: Kind this morning. Good morning, Roz. Oh, morning. Um, how are you both? Yeah, good, good. Um, I'm beside myself. Mm-hmm. Um, my back rear garden is a shady garden, mostly, mm-hmm. and I've got some lovely kind of tropical plants. Yeah. Which I've been growing for about four years now, and they've been inundated with all sorts of things. Mm. Um, so one thing that I know what it is was the mealybugs. Oh, yes. So I treated those. Yep but then um on these ferns at the on the back of the leaves mm-hmm. there's all these little um straight lined brown things mm-hmm. like running up and down the the middle of the leaf um and then i've got kind of um another thing happening i've got brown spot happening but also i've got like a peppery shaken thing on the tops of the leaves um, of other plants. And then um, I've noticed literally this morning, walking around, that there's some little black flies as well on the leaves. Yep. Yep.
3: Okay. So, Roz, you've got... uh... (laughs) You've got a, a very <laughs> a lot of things going on in quite a depressing kind of backyard, I would suggest, when you walk out there. All right, so you have a combination of sap-sucking insects and disease. So pesticides won't help with the disease, so you need a fungicide. So a broad-spectrum fungicide, when you're not sure what it is, will be something that's got mancozeb in it. M-A-N-C-O-Z-E-B. When it comes to Mealybug and all the other sapsuckers, you can use um, potassium soap or a a pyrethrum. Now, Mealybug are very difficult to control. If the pest situation is really, really, really bad and you've got nothing that is in flower you will have to resort to imidacloprid so imidacloprid is a systemic insecticide uh, but you
2: don't use it if anything is in flower because it kills bees okay Good on you, Roz. Thank you for giving us a call. It's 22 past nine. We're going to go to a few of your emails next. There's a bigger picture to be found.
3: A wider viewpoint. There's more than one side to every story. And you'll find so much more with
0: ABC News Online. Around the
4: world and from wherever you are.
0: Get a bigger picture of the stories that matter to you with explainers, live blogs and
3: analysis. Your news, your way, every day. From Australia's Most
4: trusted news source. Download the ABC News app or head to ABC News online. Oh, thought we had one of
2: our pretty little sounds coming on the back Ah, of that. Ah! Well, I could have made some pretty little sounds. (laughs) This is what I wanted.
1: Gardening with Ah. Rowanna and Sabrina on ABC Radio Perth and WA.
2: Now I feel like I can slide into our emails and... Get some answers for some of our good listeners, including Bill Inaluka, who says, Hi, Sabrina. I have a question about lily pillies. I have a row on a verge facing south and southwest with a wall behind them. Mm -hmm. I've used slow-release fertilizer, blood and bone, etc. They're growing very slowly and some more than others. I'm wondering if I should cut them back to give them a boost in growth. If so... How much by, or do you have any other ideas for Bill?
3: Well, Bill sent a great photo because it's the whole hedge and you can see the ones that are either, uh, that are more, that are southeastern are much bigger because they're getting more sun. Mm.
2: So (laughs) Tapers off a bit.
3: (laughs) So on the most southern point, uh, there's a little tiny, tiny little one in the flock of um, Sisygium there. So definitely prune them, prune them now. This is their active growing period. So even though you'll see new growth coming on it, you need to prune, so you need to prune, I would take at least a third off the little,
2: the smaller ones. And
3: then fifty percent
2: off the other ones. Okay, beautiful. Thanks, Sab. Uh, let's go to an email from Deborah, who mm. says, "Hi, Sabrina. I have this oxalis inc- mm. inc- incarnata, the one with the mauve white flower, growing rampantly in amongst ground covers. I yep. can't spray or dig it up. If I manage to cut these stems at ground le- level, will that do any good, or will the bulbs survive? Please help." That's in Bridgetown. Uh,
3: yep, the bulbs will definitely still survive. But what you need to do is you need to starve the bulb. So every time the the leaf re-emerges, you prune it with a pair of scissors. Okay. And that'll take up your whole weekend. But... You will eventually, or you just pull the tops of the leaves off
2: so the bulb can't get any energy to keep it going. The emails are coming through thick and fast on PerthWeekends at your.abc.net. Uh, Jessica says, "Hi, Sab and Rowan. I love the show. Just a humble brag about this beauty <gasps> that I stumbled wow. across a couple of days ago whilst walking around our bush property in Kentdale, which is down between Denmark and Walpole. Not that we can take any credit for it. We've walked past it many times and had no idea what uh, what it was until suddenly it burst into flower. An internet search tells me it's likely Hypercalama angustifolia." Beautifully done, Sav. That was like we'd rehearsed <laughs> that. And I'd like to know if and when I should prune it and if I can take cuttings as I'd love a few more of these around the place. It seems to be quite happy doing its own thing and I ha- I would hate to kill it with good intentions yeah. of making more.
3: Wow, that so is gorgeous. a ripper. So I would definitely take oh, cuttings off that. Look at it. So um, they call it a Swan River Myrtle and there's another one they call Coconut Ice. So hypercalamers you can buy in nearly all the nurseries now. If you want to take a cutting, you have to take the tip cutting. Um, if it's in bushland, you're not allowed to. Unless it's your bushland. Yeah. If it's your bushland, you can. But take a small cutting. So you don't want it any more than about four centimetres high. You strip the lower leaves off and then you put it in a, um, a, a sandy cutting mix you can dip it in honey or hormone gel if you want, um, and, but it's still you've got to wait for it to finish flowering okay. and then take the cuttings. But
2: Good if you find, get, Jess.
3: yeah, absolutely. If you get hypercalumia coconut ice, it looks exactly like that.
2: Beautiful. All right. If you've sent us an email, stay listening. We'll get to a few more of those um, after Sab's Pick of the Week. Ellen from Corrine says, hi, Sab and Rose. So sorry to hear about Wombat. We loved hearing Mm. him call in and have missed him of late. So pleased Sab was able to see him in hospital. He would have loved that. Love the program and sometimes love Sab's (laughs) Pick. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Let's head back to the phones. Sam's been waiting patiently. He's in Jero. Hello, Sam.
1: Sorry, you've just got me with a mouthful of pancakes. Oh,
2: yes, yes. Oh. time to perfection.
3: Actually, <laughs> you must cook pancakes for breakfast quite often, Sam, because I think
2: Saturday there was treat.
3: Yeah, there was another time that you rang and you were eating pancakes, which is really <laughs> unfair because Ro and I have had nothing. <laughs> it,
1: it is it is a family tradition from when we were kids. Every Saturday morning, Mum would <sighs> get up and make pancakes for us. Oh, How so. good is
3: that? And now you're but, doing um, it for your kids. <laughs>
1: Well, I was actually – funny Funny you should mention that. Um, sorry to hear about Wombat passing, yeah. but we've actually got – I've got another little listener who will be on the way in a couple of weeks. <gasps> oh, that's exciting. exciting. So I'll, keep you, I'll keep you updated, but yeah. Oh, so, um, that's <laughs> exciting.
3: Yeah. A summer Sorry, no, baby, I, I do, much better than a winter baby, I have to say. <laughs> well, <Spring>
1: yeah, <laughs> definitely, de- definitely a spring baby this one. Yeah, yeah. A Seasons there. But, very um, cool. No, I do actually have a gardening question. Good. Well, yes. Two, two actually. Um, yep. I've got a heap of fruit trees that I want to put retook on, um, but just wondering how many times a week to water them. And the second question is, my very pregnant wife. Yes. Just came in from the roses this morning, and she said she's found aphids.
3: Okay. Them. Yep.
1: So how, so how do you get rid of the aphids and how many times do I water the fruit trees?
3: Okay, so aphids, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. She can actually squeezy, squeezy the aphids with her <laughs> fingertips or your fingertips um, because there's, all the ladybirds are starting to breed now, so the ladybirds will take care. So if you just squish half of them then and leave the other half for the other insects to eat the aphids, Or, because she's pregnant, you don't want to use anything nasty, Um, you can use a potassium soap, Mm. which is very safe to use. Now, how often should you water your fruit trees? If they are peaches, nectarines, any of the stone fruit, they're all coming into flower, what sort of fruit trees have you got?
1: Uh, I've got a couple of citrus and a couple of mulberries.
3: Okay. So the mulberries, uh, have they shot yet?
1: Uh, yeah, they're all they're, all, they're all starting to fruit at the moment. The okay,
3: cool. Just. All right. So at this time of the year in Jero, you will need to water twice a week. And as it warms up, you'll have to water three times a week.
1: Okay, easy. They're, they're just on the board, so we've got as much water as we want. So there you I go. So,
3: well. yeah, so three times a week in summer, twice a week during spring.
1: Perfect. Thanks, girls. We'll see you next week.
3: Good Thanks, luck, Sam, Sam. And let us know what you have.
2: But can you water as many times as you like on a board? No. I didn't like to say anything. <laughs> we didn't want to go back down that no. road. No, we're we? not going there. Ro, we're not touching that with a barge pole. Yep. <laughs> you just do what you need to do, Sam. <laughs> uh, Johnny's in Belden. Hello, Johnny. Hey, guys.
3: How are we going, ladies?
2: Fantastico
1: just had a quick question. You've actually, I've actually called you a couple of times about my little gum tree in a pot here.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just wondering, I've got a couple of um,
1: it sort of stopped growing recently, mm. so I want to give it a bit of a trim back. I've sent you guys some photos. Yeah, yeah,
3: just getting them now. And um, I've got a bit of spotting on
1: some of the leaves. Yeah. It sort of, seems sort of killed them. Yeah. Have, they, uh...
3: So you've got, um, you've got psyllids, the eucalyptus psyllid, um, now they for, they're for they sort of almost inside the leaf, uh, mm-hmm. and it, and yeah, the tree's not looking too flash. Um, nice pair of socks you got on your feet, though. Uh, they're, <laughs> they're quite groovy. Uh, so you can at this time of the year, you can actually, I would cut the worst affected leaves off, okay, Jono. Yeah. Yep. Um, to get rid of yeah, the cut
1: top brown off. I've got yeah. Not... Yeah, okay. That's the one that I've been worried about, and I knew that you'd have an answer. For. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. So definitely take that off.
1: And then that'll start to bush out. It'll the shoot.
3: Side. Yeah, it'll shoot further down. Then, Johnno, and it's a really good time to do that now. I
1: remember last time you said to cut two thirds or uh, third of the tree. Uh, the the um the top off. Is that still a bright time to do this now?
3: Yep, absolutely.
1: So give it – is it going to be all right to give it a good a go good, uh, on good to? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I wouldn't go to it with anything apart from a pair of secateurs, Jono. Do not, <laughs> not get the chainsaw it, out. It's <laughs> yes, only little. I, I would still, yeah, take a third off. I'd also take some of the branches off because you've got too many branches coming sort of halfway up. I'd thin some of those branches off. Okay. But the worst affected lurb, take off. And right. where the leaves, so you've got you've got lerp's, you've got a leaf miner. That's what causes the brown and all the you know pooey stuff. So you may as well take those leaves off entirely.
1: Right. Okay.
3: And then and and then a third off and thin some of the branches out. So.
2: All done with a pair of secretaires, not a chainsaw robe. Absolutely. Mm. Hop to it, Jono. Mm. <laughs> Good luck with that. Uh, well, we're over. We've run over time for oh. Sab's pick of the week. We better get there. Leaping lizards. I just want to share this beautiful text on the way to Sab's pick of the week. Sending lots of love to Wombat's family and friends in Hopeton. I love hearing his voice and banter. The radio and people like Wombat make a difference. I hide my loneliness well. Saturday, I don't work and it's hard to get going. This show and Wombat have positive effects that he probably never knew. Oh, take care.
3: That is such a beautiful it text. Is absolutely and
2: gorgeous. That's
3: what I loved about Wombat. Good day, darling <laughs> was always his opening hello. <laughs> and I will miss him very much because he was such a character. He
2: was. He was indeed. Let's um take your pick of the week now then, Seb. Yep. It is That time again! Tis Sabrina's musical pick of the week. Pick of the week. I I, I know you're gonna dig this. Here we go now. All right, what have you got for
3: us? Would one better prove? Well, Wombat was more of an ACDC yeah, man, an Akadaka <laughs> man, really. Uh, I don't think he'd like this one. But, <laughs> but um, you know, because Taylor Swift apparently is, I don't know who she is, but apparently, apparently she's... A big deal. Yeah, big deal, and she's doing concerts around the place. Mm. So... Um, so I was listening to this on my little, you know, Music my machine. collection of yet, yeah. and this is a, a group. This is Imagine Dragons who are actually oh. doing a cover of a Taylor Swift song called Blank Space.
2: All right here it is, Sab's pick of the week. Let us know what you think. Zero four three seven nine double two seven twenty.
1: Now uh, we're gonna play a song by Taylor Swift here. <laughs> And, and I really I, love the melodies in this song. I think that they're just absolutely brilliant. It's really good melody writing. Um, well, I'm serious. I love the melodies in this song. It's good.
2: Oh, all right, Sab. All right. Let the floodgates open. Yep, take that, Taylor Swift. <laughs> now there'll be some that possibly don't know don't. the Taylor Swift no. version of that song, no. right? No,
3: no, no. Um, I actually quite liked it. I thought I think it's a really good version. I like it when other people
2: fiddle with other people's songs. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you call it? Well, someone has said here, love it, Sab, because now I understand Swiftism. They're great lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hi, Rowan Sav. I do like the song pick. In fact, I like it better than the original Taylor Swift version. Have yeah. a great weekend. Chris Imbasso. Hi. agree, Chris. Chris. Janine in Spearwood, two of my favourite artists. Great pick. And my condolences to Wombat's family. You two were a riot together. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, this song is just the pits, says Andrew. Taylor Swift's version is much better and I hate Taylor Swift. Oh, wow, there you go. (laughs) So he's not getting all protective of Taylor Swift. Nah, 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 Just flat doesn't like it. Annie Annie Chidlow says nice, very nice, unusual. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Best Kim impre- impression um sam from gero oh ah, yes <laughs> says sabrina this week's feedback comes from mrs sam from gero with a screwed up face he's done better than this there are some artists whose songs shouldn't be covered and he can do way better than this oh, okay well it doesn't mean Dragons. to you done some um, love sab's pick of the day thanks sabrina mm. and ro um someone else has written and it's Get, oh, no, I think that's something else that's getting worse, not necessarily the song. <laughs> um, nice, but it's lazy Sunday Arvo music, not pump up the pruning, it's Saturday music. Yeah, that's well, fair comment.
3: well, I thought it something a little bit sombre because we're wombat. True, Yeah. true.
2: Rose says, love that, ladies, very smooth. Uh, love, love, love it, RIP wombat. Um, hmm, thanks, Sabby. Never thought I'd say these words, but... Taylor Swift did it better. Love the dragons, but not this one. Mm -hmm. But I'll still stand by you, Sabinro. That's from Adam. Good on you, Adam. Thank you, Adam. Uh, Deanna says, excellent choice, Sabrina. Loving it. Listening here from Mackay in Queensland. (gasps) Hello, Queensland. Uh, highlight. Oh, oh gosh, it's refreshed. Just yep. Uh, great pick, Sabrina. Love it. Joe and Durian Bay. Hi, Joe. If that's Joe, who I think it is, Joe. Special hello to you. Brilliant, Sab. Love it. Haley and Esperance. Bloody good choice, Sab. I knew mm-hmm. the words. That's a bonus, ah, says Sandy. <laughs> that excellent. was a good one, Sabby. Though I liked the Tay version better. Rosemary mm-hmm. and Sterling. Uh, love it, Sab and Row. Missed the singer's name. Who was it, please? It was Imagine Dragons. Regards Tracy. So nah. I think we can sum that up with yeah. thumbs up, a couple I of thumbs reckon. Up. Yep, two thumbs up for that little sausage. Um, and someone else text, and I've, it's disappeared so far down the list, I can't find it now, mm. but just said they'd come in late mm. and missed the news about Wombat. Oh, right. Um, so Wombat has passed. He was unwell yes. for a little
3: while. He's been unwell for a very long time because Wombat did like to have a smoke and a drink and made no excuses, had no regrets <laughs> whatsoever, lived his own life, loved he used to. He always had rescued greyhounds. Loved fishing. Was larger than life. Was so politically incorrect. It was amazing. <laughs> ah, just, I loved him because he had a character and never
2: made any exceptions. And our next guest knew him as well. Is that right? She did indeed. Sue Layton is from the Ravensbourne Raven Wildflower Show, and she joins us now. G'day, Sue. G'day, how How you going? Yeah, i good. The Did you like it?
4: Yeah, but I I, I, I think I remember one at the Port Hotel, and there was a guy there, and he was called the um oh he he was a Scottish guy, and yeah. he used to play the bagpipes. Yeah, and he would do acapella, and he be trying, <laughs> throwing flames at the back of the pub. I'm pretty sure I remember Wombat there with his big grin on his face. But oh, yeah! I, how beautiful! i, I just sent you a photo of um, you and Wombat at the pub. Oh, so. thank you. So, you know, he was uh, uh-huh. he, he was his own self. Yeah, he, he was. He is what he, he he was what he was. Yeah, yes. he he yeah. Yep. So you could always say, G'day, Wombat. How are you going? Yeah, yeah. I'm all right. Yeah, how you going, darling? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I used to love it. Good day, darling.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm gonna post that photo up on um uh, on our Instagram. Oh, that'd shortly, be lovely. But,
3: yeah, yeah, that'd be fantastic.
4: So he up yeah. Champagne and fish and chips. And yep, he wasn't, yep. He wasn't into the champagne. No, no. But it,
3: he was actually he was such a gentleman because he always bought me champagne. Um, oh. was really cheap and nasty, and I always drank it.
2: <laughs> You've never discriminated like that, not, have you? Some? Not,
3: not at all, not at all. Anyway, let's talk about the Ravensort Wildflower Show this year. Wow,
4: yeah, what a year! It's come around so fast. Mm, no, we've got so much happening, um, and we've got so many wildflowers. You know, we've always got wildflowers all year, so yeah, they're a little bit light on up north. I mean. I reckon there's still leaves have to get out and look. But, um, yep. you, you know, down here you have to get out and look. Basically. Yeah, that's never. right. <laughs> they're going to have acres of, um, you know, everlastings. Not, well, not often. Yeah. And, um, you know, you get out and find those different things, or things you've never seen before in your life. Yep. Well, you, never will.
3: You've found um, some little rarities
4: uh, this year, haven't you? i found a few, yeah. Um, hmm. There's some wonderful color colours of... Um, uh, quail up bells out. So um, I've been helping King's Park out a bit there to find some different colours that can take some cuttings and get some growing for their, um, you know, graft oh, them. Oh, great. And to the display garden. Yep, yep. Because they don't grow well on their own roots. Yeah, so that's right. Found, oh, you know, we did find in a gravel pit, amazing, um, a local farmer sent me a photo and said, have never seen this before. It's a massive three-and-a-half-metre by three-and-a-half-metre Heikia that looked like something else and it, and it had Lorena flowers, and oh, so that's really
3: oh, how fantastic! Well, you've got some amazing workshops and, and speakers on this year, haven't you?
4: Oh, we certainly do. We've got Mark Tusek, right? Yep, our amazing our, amazing our Tucker Bush Mark man, Mark yep, Tucker Bush, right? You know, hold, hold a cultural expert in that field and um, great person to do and easy to talk to. He might be bringing some plants and stuff with him, so that's good. Ooh, so goodies, I'll, goodies, goodies. I'll ask plants before he gets here because, um, you know, we're quite isolated down here. Yeah.
3: Uh, and you've got uh, um, Professor Stephen Hopper this year.
4: Oh, yes. How lucky are we? Mm, he's going to open no. um You know, he, You know, he, we have people like this come down who's, you know, he was uh, Director of Kings Park Botanic Gardens. Then yep. he was Director of Kew Gardens, and, I mean, he he's the expert in in all fields but he's a really good eucalyptus and orchid expert as well so. yeah
3: yeah he's mm. the man for those
4: yeah. um,
3: and then you, what so what workshops have you got on
4: well we've got workshops we've got an art workshop with the botanical artist from esperance katie white so yep. You can learn how to do that you can actually do you know botany for beginners with her in the herbarium under the microscopes and all that stuff yeah We've got ecology tour with, um, with uh, Nathan McCoy. Yes, you know, he's, he's, he's so brilliant. So we're going into the salmon gums that we're trying to keep. So we're going into there to have a look at that. We've got also, you know who else we've got? We've got Vivian Hanson, you know, who's mm. a co-author of the Noongar bush tucker and yeah. Noongar and the cold porcelain wildflower making—they
3: are amazing. I have seen oh. her, so she makes wildflowers row out of out of porcelain, and they look real. It, it it's
4: amazing. Yep, Carmen Tyra is her name, yeah. and um, she just that so looking forward to that. And she's done all these eucalypts and stuff like that. And she'll be she might sit round in the hall and be doing working while she's there as well, but. She's got a workshop happening. You can learn how to do it, mm. and she loves our nuts. So she, yeah. she she got taken around by Malcolm French last year, and so she fell in love with it. So <laughs> I was wanted to come down. Yeah. we're having our gin made again. We're having another wildflower gin made. Ah, so oh, beautiful. <laughs> okay,
3: that's good. So, so because um, the, the line's but it's sort of dropping in and out. Um, now, how, so how do people – because we're encouraging everyone to pre-book before they just yep. go down and lob in. The Wildflower Show with the actual wildflowers, you can just pop in there, but for any workshops you need to, you need to book. So how do people find out all the information about the show this year?
4: Uh, probably just as easy to go to the Facebook. Instagram will link you to the website. Yeah. Or you can go direct to the website and look at the program there. And it links straight to the booking site. Beautiful. Beautiful.
2: Thank you, Sue. Lovely to talk to you. All the best for it. So Monday the 11th of September, things get underway and conclude on Saturday the 23rd. The website, if you want to go directly there, www.wildflowersravensthorpe.org.au. Hope it's wonderful. (laughs)
4: Yeah. <laughs> she got it down, Pat.
2: <laughs> and you two don't get up to too much mischief together. Oh, I don't know what about that. that. <laughs> Good on you, Sue. Thanks very much. Uh, we can get back to your calls, 1300 720, or you can send us a text to 0437 922720. 720. We've also got a few more emails to get through, Sab, mm. as well. Uh, where should we start? We'll go to Ian in Duncraig. He's been yep. waiting patiently. Hello, Ian. Hi hi
1: there. Look, I have um, an agonist after dark, which has grown quite
0: tall and, and leggy. Yeah. And I'm wondering, is it possible to coppice it?
3: Well, I wouldn't coppice it. So for people that don't know, when you coppice something, you actually prune it down at ground level. Um. So with the agonis after dark, Ian, you have to prune it. Otherwise, it's straggly and just looks horrible. So I would take two-thirds off, but don't prune it down to ground level, but take two-thirds off it definitely. I would prune it every year in spring to
2: get it nice and thick and bushy. So Beautiful. Good on you, Ian. Thank you. Uh, Sab, on the email from Claire in Subiaco, can you identify this white scale um, yep, that white scale. is on her grass tree yep, <laughs> um, and what she can do to um, –
3: That is a really bad infestation. It. So the scale is so bad it completely covers all the fronds. It, you have to spray that, otherwise that you're going to lose your grass tree. Mm. Now, you can't use pest oils on the grass tree, so you have to use a potassium soap. So go and get a potassium soap. It's in a um, usually a powder form. You mix it up and then spray the entire grass tree fronds. Okay. You might need to
2: spray twice. You might need to do it again in a fortnight's time. All right, we're about eight minutes away from 10 o'clock. We've got a few lines open if you want to get in quickly, 1300 720. Um, for those of you listening down in the southwest, I appreciate you've had some issues with the line or the radio transmitter, I suppose, dropping in and out. The team here is looking into it. Um, the ABC Listen app probably will have a better line for you. If you want it, you can listen via the app. Uh, you've also got the option of listening back later uh, via the app, via the Roots and Shoots podcast, or via the website. And the show now stays up online for 28 full days, Sabrina. Oh,
3: my Lord. Yep, all that time.
2: So if you say something now, oh, you've got to be nervous for longer that the lawyers are becoming for you. Not just seven days.
3: Well, I won't do my rant about quantum then. <laughs> no. Which I still haven't got my refund for after eight, nine months. Oh well oh, I just think... one of many that
2: are in the in the class act. I think I may have heard, yes, <laughs> at the A triple C weren't there? Yeah. Be. Doing Onto some work that. on that one. <laughs> uh, Haley in Esperance says, hello, ladies. What's the best soil preparation for a Chinese wisteria in the Pink Lake region of Esperance? Oh, mm, God.
3: Lots, <laughs> lots. You're going to have to dig a big hole, Hayley. Um So compost, cow manure, uh, biochar, uh, e- e- dead sheep, um, big hole, wetting agent or water retention crystals.
2: Mm. lots of effort
3: lots of effort lots of input
2: all right good luck hayley <laughs> bit of clay a bit of patience yeah a lot of patience a bit of elbow grease yeah. uh, julie says morning girls i have a is it circus circus circus, circus. Mm. um approximately 15 foot tall has two or of, of four main branches dead ish i think <laughs> no flowers <laughs> Is the tree doomed or will it take off if I cut out the dead branches? Yeah, cut out the dead branches and
3: also cut the... The cut the the good branches off. Take take a third off them. I know that all the Circe's are in flower now, um, but still cut it while it's in flower. So dead branches out, third off the top of the
2: others. Uh, good morning, Rowan Sabrina. I was only thinking I've not heard dear Wombat for a while. So sad to hear of his passing. Always loved hearing his welcome to you. He will be missed. Thoughts are with you all. Saturday morning laughter therapy sessions is my highlight of the weekend. Oh, Hugs wow. from a vet in the rural at parts. Thanks a bit. Let's go to Ken. He's on the mobile. Hello Ken.
1: Oh, good day. Um the question is about um, getting rid of old tree trunks. I've got two tree trunks. They're about probably 20 years ago we planted them. Mm. And I've cut them down and just left with two tree trunks. And yep. the other one is a grevillea plant which is probably about 10 years old. I've cut all that out. Yeah and uh, still got the roots left. Is there a good method of getting rid of the trunks apart from paying someone to do it?
3: Well, in the olden days, we just used to burn them, Ken. <laughs>
1: nah. Yeah, my son my son said that, and I thought, yeah, what about the poor neighbours?
3: Yeah, no, no, don't do that. Uh, now, the grevillea roots will rot, so you don't need to worry about that. Tree trunks, however, can you... So, you can either put... A uh, bird bath on top of them, so you've got something for the birdies to go and drink during summer. All oh, right. Yeah. Um, or you cut them right down to ground level, and you paint. You get um, microbes, so you go and get a bucket of spreadable microbes, and you put that all around the base of the the trunk. The fungi in there will eventually rot the trunk out entirely. Okay, but, it,
1: but but microbes, was that it? Yes,
3: that, yes, soil microbes. You can buy them in a little bucket.
1: Okay, mm. uh, would you get them at... Um, uh,
3: Not at a uh, hardware you know. store. No, you have to go to a nursery, Ken. All right. Oh, oh
2: there, there you we go. go. <laughs> good luck with that, Ken. We'll head straight to Marg, who's in Brookton. Hello, Marg. Oh,
0: good morning, um, ladies. Um, my problem is a local tree, um, yep. that the bunnies ate probably about half the bark on one side. Okay. I wrapped it up with a bag. This was quite a while ago. Yeah. Last year, so I think yep. maybe. And uh, it's sort of half green and half dead. Okay. So the tree will
3: come back, but you have to give it time to actually to make its bark to go around the other side of the cambium layer. So it will come back. What you need to do is de-stress it, so cut off all the dead stuff, take 50% off what's remaining, the green stuff, and after a couple of years the bark will grow all around
2: the wound. There we go. Simple as that. Yep. Easy peasy, Lemon Squeezy. Thanks for giving us a call this morning, Marg. Uh, I have a couple of very large old man saltbush growing. Can Mm. I just eat the leaves or do I have to boil them first, Greg asks? No,
3: you can just eat them. People whack them on the barbie when they're cooking their meat. No, you can just eat them. They're very salty,
2: (laughs) I have to say. Uh, Lindsay says... um, She's moving to Jerramungup soon. Mm. Can you grow mangoes in Jerra? If so, can you recommend a dwarf variety?
3: Don't know if, if you'll be able to grow mangoes in Jerramungup. If anyone's down there and has a mango tree, please let us know. Um, <laughs> Very quickly. Don't know if they're going to like the soil in Jerramungup, let alone the weather. Mm. It's not really humid there.
2: If you're in Jerramunga with Mango Tree nine double two seven twenty. please respond. Really? Really quickly? Mm. Um, hi, ladies. Love listening to you both. You brighten up Saturday morning. So sorry to hear about Wombat. A love to his family and friends. I was wondering if it's possible to propagate a protea bush. We have a few gorgeous ones, but I'm afraid it's on its last few years. Yep,
3: from tip cuttings, so from you don't want to take the cuttings more than 12 centimetres, 10 to 12 centimetres long. Wait until it's warmer, so do it from November, December, January, February.
2: Okay. Grant in Busselton, you've got about 20 seconds for your question. Okay, chilli trip, how do I get rid of it?
3: (laughs) Okay okay go to Sam's website okay yeah go to my website um so the first spray you're going to do is a pyrethrum spray two weeks later you're going to do a potassium soap spray two weeks after that you're going to do an an oil based spray you need to start now because they're already alive alive hoe worst affected stuff cut the leaves off
2: Beautiful. There you go, Grant. Thank you very much. And the final minute, we just want to play a little bit of music for Wombat and also a couple of final texts. Good morning, Rowan Sab. So sorry to hear of Wombat's passing. Sincere condolences to his family and Hopeton community. He was an old school, salt of the earth country boy, says mm-hmm. Ted in Kalgoorlie. And Rose says, RIP Wombat, one of life's unique creations. It would, it would be lovely to rehear or relive a little snippet of Sab and Wombat's priceless banter as a memorial, <laughs> if that's possible. He and the banter will be missed. We haven't got any on hand, unfortunately, Rose. We'll see what we can come up with if there is anything in the archives. But here's a little bit of A C D C for Wombat. Vale Wombat. Indeed. Thanks for your company this morning, Vale Wombat. Thanks, Subby. My pleasure. Thanks, Mickey. It's 10 o'clock.
0: Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.